Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. On a previous edition of the Electronic Cottage, we took a quick look at the rapidly developing field of facial recognition technology. This technology uses very sophisticated machine learning algorithms to identify images of individuals from photographs or even from video images of people simply walking down the street, whether individually or in a crowd, such as people streaming into a sports event or participating in a protest on a public street. We finished that program by noting that, quote, the amazing expansion of facial recognition technology, for good or ill, is under no national regulation in the U.S. Perhaps that's why there are calls for government regulation from sources as diverse as the Project on Government Oversight, all the way to the president of Microsoft. And we'll try to take a look at some of those proposals and why some think they're needed." End quote. So, let's begin by outlining some of the problems with the unregulated use of facial recognition technology. A good place to start is with a blog post written by Brad Smith, who happens to be the president of Microsoft, in December of 2018. In that post, he noted that, quote, as we've continued to assess where this technology is heading, we believe there are three problems that governments need to address. First, especially in its current state of development, certain uses of facial recognition technology increase the risk of decisions and, more generally, outcomes that are biased and, in some cases, in violation of laws prohibiting discrimination. Second, the widespread use of this technology can lead to new intrusions into people's privacy. And third, the use of facial recognition technology by a government for mass surveillance can encroach on democratic freedoms. We believe all three of these problems should be addressed through legislation. End quote. This is a powerful acknowledgement from one of the biggest facial recognition companies in the world, no less, that without some government regulation, facial recognition technology has the potential for serious abuse that can rip at the fibers of a free society. In an earlier post from July of 2018, the Microsoft president, after listing some of the potential positive uses of the technology, and there are many, also offered some quite disturbing examples of how facial recognition technology could be used by government or by private companies to encroach on personal freedoms. Quote, imagine a government tracking everywhere you walked over the past month without your permission or knowledge. Imagine a database of everyone who attended a political rally that constitutes the very essence of free speech. Imagine the stores of a shopping mall using facial recognition technology to share information with each other about each shelf that you browse and product that you buy without asking you first. This has long been the stuff of science fiction and popular movies like Minority Report, Enemy of the State, and even 1984. But now it's on the verge of becoming possible. Perhaps as much as any advance, facial recognition raises a critical question. What role do we want this type of technology to play in everyday society, end quote. This is a question that we should all be asking ourselves and our elected officials in a very active way, 
and right now, not months or years down the road. As Smith points out, quote, the facial recognition genie, so to speak, is just emerging from the bottle. Unless we act, we risk waking up five years from now to find that facial recognition services have spread in ways that exacerbate societal issues. By that time, these challenges will be much more difficult to bottle back up." End quote. Five years is an inordinately long time when looking at how fast this technology is advancing. Five months might be more appropriate. Brad Smith is far from the only one calling for action that limits the use of facial recognition technology. As the leader of a for-profit company, he realizes that if there's no common framework indicating how this technology can be used, then market forces and government uses will see the technology expand essentially everywhere it can be used without any safeguards on its use. According to many groups, commercial uses of facial recognition technology are bad, but potential government uses are much, much worse. That's why on January 15, 2019, 85 nonprofit and civic organizations sent letters to the three largest U.S. tech companies demanding that they not sell facial recognition technology, which the senders referred to as face surveillance, to governments. From the text of the letter to Google, quote, the dangers of face surveillance can only be fully addressed by stopping its use by governments. Face surveillance provides the government with an unprecedented ability to track who we are, where we go, what we do, and who we know. In a world with face surveillance, people will have to fear being watched and targeted by the government for attending a protest, congregating outside a place of worship, or simply living their lives." End quote. The reactions to this letter has varied from company to company, but asking private companies not to sell their technology is surely not a long-term solution and probably not a short-term solution either. We've often noted that technology generally advances much more quickly than law, but this is a case in which law has to evolve quickly or we may find ourselves in a situation much like in Orwell's 1984, in which the only safe way for us to communicate with another human being outside the realm of government surveillance is to go into a blackened room and tap a finger on someone else's arm using a code. Not a very attractive scenario, but clearly far-fetched. Or maybe not. In some places, the dangers of facial recognition surveillance are being recognized. In San Francisco, for example, a bill has been introduced in the city that would ban the use of facial recognition technology by any city agency, including the police department. Will it become law? Who knows? But the Board of Supervisors member who submitted the bill says it has a wider purpose. Quote, our intent is to catch people's attention and have a broader conversation as to where the moral precipice is for technology, after which you've gone too far." End quote. That is a very valuable conversation to have, and we'll do our best to keep contributing right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Mm-hmm.